There was a drop-off just a few feet away, a steep hill that might hold a small creek in the spring. It was dry now, but not empty. Something was down there, black and limp, lying in the crumpled leaves. At first she recoiled, thinking it was a demon, but the magical imprint they made in this world didn't slam into her. If it was a demon, it was a dead one. Whatever, whoever it was, wasn't getting out of there on its own. Christian, she shouted, and he was there before she turned to look for him. He slid down the drop, one hand grazing the ground for balance. She went behind him more carefully. Last thing they needed was for her to twist an ankle now. Oh, God. It was one of the crows. As Raquel drew nearer, she recognized the injured woman as Rane, the crow who'd been arguing with Aiden at the welcome party. Her face was a bloodied, swollen mess, nose and jaw both broken. A gash on her forehead still bled sluggishly. She was naked. The black that had caught Raquel's attention in the first place were her feathers, which were damp and plastered to her skin. That was a bad, bad sign. Christian's pinched face confirmed it. Rane had had trouble completing her transformation. Usually that indicated severe internal trauma. Raquel dropped to her knees beside the body and felt for a heartbeat while Christian called for help on his phone. She found a pulse, tremulous and weak, fluttering beneath the pale skin at Rane's neck. Aiden, we found Rane near the fault, west side of the lake near the cliff. She's hurt badly. A pause. No, bring Alan here. I'm afraid to move her. Christian looked at Rane, eyes bleak, face hard and filled with helpless anger. We'll do what we can. Hurry. Raquel had already taken off her coat and laid it over Rane's body. Her skin was naturally pale, which made the blood and bruises stand out in stark contrast. Black feathers stuck to the drying blood. We can bind the wounds. Christian reached for his pack. Raquel shook her head. There are too many small cuts, and she's not bleeding badly anymore. Which wasn't a particularly good sign. It just meant Rane didn't have that much more blood to lose. Raquel had apprenticed with their healer last year at Kathy's insistence. Being a witch didn't necessarily make you a good healer. Healers, in fact, were usually witches who had very minor gifts magic-wise. Their true talent lay in their intuition and control. She couldn't heal Rane. If she tried, she might do more damage than good, but she could keep her heart beating until help arrived, could keep her lungs drawing air, and prevent her from losing any more blood. She pressed her palm to Rane's heart and closed her eyes, focused on matching the beat of the crow's heart to her own, a small magic, less than lighting a match or activating a rune, but she focused all her attention on it. She heard Christian stand, and a moment later a weight landed atop the body as he gently covered Rane's exposed legs with his coat.
He settled himself at Rane's head and talked to her in a low voice while Raquel tried to keep the weakening heart muscle pumping blood. God, what had happened? She'd never seen injuries like this. Demons, for all of their terror, were straightforward killers. They didn't generally toy with their prey. These wounds had been purposefully placed to keep Rane alive as long as possible and suffering. And they'd left her here to bleed out alone at the very center of clan land. Rane whimpered, and Christian lowered his head. Stay with us, Rane. Help is coming. I hear them. They're almost here now. He was right, Raquel realized. Either they were fast or she'd lost time. She could hear Aiden's voice, gruff and deep, and then another man who came to kneel beside her. No, don't stop, he told her when she started to withdraw her hand. Let me just see. Ah. She could feel his magic through her connection to Rane, strong for a healer, and he seemed to know what he was doing. Will she make it? Aiden asked. But the healer was gone, completely absorbed in trying to repair the damage. The question hung there like a curse. No one could answer it. Aiden swore, and Christian pulled him aside so they could work. Behind them, the two men spoke in quiet, urgent voices.